Hello and welcome to another edition of the You Tell Me What I Just Said podcast. I am Johnny the Outsider. He is the one, the only, the guy who owes Mr. Trubisky an apology for saying Kenny Pickett's going to put him in the dust and bury him six feet under the ground. What up, what up, what up? Yeah, what up, what up? The era Trubisky has arrived. We are back in action. Like I always said we were. Uh, I I always told you he's better when his coaches just take a big old dump on him and just try to flush him down the toilet, but it doesn't go away. He clings to the toilet bowl. Like Owen he's Hart? back, baby. He's, he is <laughs> the not nugget. a nugget. The nugget. He's, he's the nugget, back. man. <laughs> he's back. I don't care what all the stupid idiots on Twitter are saying about, like, uh, uh, technically, Pickett won the game. He just, he just, he held on. We'll get into that, but just so you guys know, uh, you're wrong. All right? All right? You're wrong. Okay? And Oh, we do on this show, dude. I'm going to be glad. I'll pull up that bowl of crow and I'll feed it to you myself. Just got done feeding the baby upstairs. I'll feed, I'll feed all you kids downstairs. Spoon feeding the masses. That's what we do around here, man. Don't worry. There's plenty of helpings to go around. Uh, <laughs> I had also said, I had also said last week that Chase Claypool was playing like a dog. And all y'all on Twitter are like, we got to trade him, get rid of him last week, get rid of him. I never want to see him in a Steelers jersey today. Uh, JJ, uh, who, remind me again, who let us in receptions this week? Um, the most uh, viscous, what is that word again? <laughs> viscous? This guy was, this guy with a ton of viscosity, Mr. Uh, Maple Leaf himself. Mr. Maple Syrup, Chase Claypool out here with his viscosity tough maple syrup all over the Buccaneers defense. He had seven catches, 96 yards, one touchdown. Huh. Uh, and y'all were saying, oh, we got to get rid of him. Get rid of him. He's, he's no good. He's washed up. Um, guess what? I said it, it looked like he was trying pretty hard last week. Made yeah. some tough catches. Yeah. And you know what? That continued this week because him and my boy put this team on their back and said, no, we're not giving the ball back to Tom Brady. Despite, <laughs> I think the first, first one, first drive or the first, you know, set of threes for us, I think we were in like third and 11. Yeah. Which, yep. which we never convert. <laughs> never. Trubisky just like looks down the barrel of that smoking gun and fires away and first down, baby. Uh, Then we find ourselves in another third and long. We never convert those. He looked at old maple syrup and said, let's do it, baby. Stick it to him. And bam, another beautiful throw right on the outside where only Chase Claypool could get it. And he made the all over their he faces, watching, man. He was watching tape last week. And you know what he saw? If I throw it to Deontay, he's going to let me down. And you could tell because Trubisky could have had like a 30-yard run. And Deontay, instead of blocking, just spun around in circles like he was on Dancing with the Stars out there by himself. And um, he still got nine yards out of it. But you know what? If Deontay was worth his weight in a contract, he would have made that block. And Trubisky would have been 30 yards down the field. Maybe more, uh, because I'm pretty sure nobody was expecting Trubisky to run, and everybody <laughs> was on the left side of the field because that's just kind of how our boy Matt kind of draws it up. Everyone just goes to the same spot and stands there and looks. So I'm pretty sure there was no safety on that side of the field. So again, Deontay, if you hold that block, if you make a block, if you do anything besides just stand there like an idiot, Trubisky might have had a touchdown there. Maybe we won 28 to 18. So you're saying Deontay isn't a Juju? (sighs) No, he's not Juju. Yeah. Uh, He had five catches for 28 yards this week. Juju, on the other hand, had five catches for 113 yards. uh, One touchdown. 
He was breaking tackles left and right today, making big boy plays. And I guarantee you he was blocking for old Chase Hilaire, Patrick Mahomes, when he decided he was going to run. Um, the first person over on Patrick Mahomes' game-losing interception was uh, Juju to at least get a hand on the guy to make sure that the play was down. So that's what you get out of Juju. You know what you don't get out of a quote-unquote number one Deontay Johnson? Effort. Get it. A one-route route runner, and that's it. That's yeah. what he does. Hey, shout out to Mitch Trubisky for uh, also recovering that terrible snap by Mason Cole. Uh, I thought it was JC, man, but like even when the odds are stacked against Mr. Trubisky, like the kid showed up, man, and was letting his nuts hang. Matt Cannon was like, you blow this game, Cole. You make sure they lose. <laughs> and Trubisky, it was literally, I told you when we were talking earlier, it was Big Ben against the Browns in the playoffs having to make the, the play because the running back, in this case, Najee, decided he was going to trip over his own feet. God. Unfortunately, Trubisky gets down and covers it. But, man, you want to talk about sabotage. Jimmy Frost. I, well, it, I, it, yeah, it's it's rough to see, man. Um, yeah, I, I had the flashbacks of terror when, they, that when Mason Cole went down and JC was <laughs> in there for a snap or two, I think. And then, Vietnam dog, man. Yeah, and then like, oh, like, all right, Mason Cole's back. We're gonna be good. Nope. And still, like, I right. still think the offensive line is still an area that we need to, you know, attend to because was it Kevin Dotson having two stupid penalties, negating some big plays, and running late onto the field for I think it was a kickoff or a punt or something. Like <clears throat> you're costing you're, you're costing your team. Uh, some momentum there by just being lazy like what, what was that all about i mean fortunately we didn't fortunately we didn't need the timeouts today but can't say that too often yeah i mean they they did a horrible job of you know mismanaging those but what else is new and what also else is new? and like you and i talked about it uh like we talk about it all the time man this offensive line but today it happened it was it I'm trying to remember if it was Daniels or Dotson, but one of the, one of the guys let uh, I think it was Antoine Winfield like blitz and he held him and he got, he got the penalty, but he let him go and he still blasted Kenny Pickett and took him out of the game. Like, like the commentator said, like, if you're going to hold him, like, hold on to the guy. Don't let your quarterback get creamed back there. You know, hard. <laughs> yeah. No, got, you're not wrong. You got Kenny Pickett's head bouncing off the turf like a you know a bouncy ball, and rattled his brains a little. It's like, come on, man, you can't be doing that. Um, I mean, Mitch or sorry, Kenny Pickett was playing pretty well in the first half. We would agree with that. Like we actually yeah. scored a touchdown on our open opening drive, which is like never happens. <laughs> like it never happens. No, you're not wrong. And You're not wrong. I mean, he looked good, man. Kenny, when Kenny Pickett was in there, he was moving the ball, making the right reads, and doing what he had to do. And then, obviously, Matt Canada decided to pump the brakes and do do what he does best and change change it up. And the, then Steelers couldn't score anything, right? Well, I mean, it basically comes down to like. Whatever, you know, every team has, like, this is what we're doing the first time we get the ball. And uh, after that, it's like, (laughs) they're like, okay, now what? Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. What do you mean? You're you're the offensive coordinator. Well, you know, know, that's the best I had, one drive. (laughs) And that was, like, pretty evident before the half where just dumb play calling. I don't even remember the the runs that he was – or the plays. I think there were run plays that he was calling. And was it the run plays? He was basically like, yeah, let's just, uh, which I think, I think he was like, yep, that's going to run out the clock. No, no, nothing to worry about here. Tom Brady, he ain't got this. And then suck up hits a 55 yard field goal because, you know, of course Tom Brady is going to get him in the field goal range. Why wouldn't he? It's just crazy, man. Like you have an opportunity to keep him off the field and you just, draw up that bullshit like come on man that's the last thing you want to do 
He, he drew up a passing play on the first <laughs> down, which Kenny had to throw away because he was getting pressured, chasing the outside. At least he threw it away this time. At least he wasn't holding on to yeah. it. So, you know, he's learning. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I guess it depends because, like, if if we're literally just going to try to run the clock out after that, he should have just slid in the backfield and kept the clock going. Like, it's one of those things, like, yeah, it's good he didn't run out of bounds or anything like that. But, like, if we were just going to end up running the ball anyways, he might as well have just slid, took the loss and, or whatever. But what the time run out, yeah. Yeah, you know, that that just goes back to you know the offensive. There's no like rhyme or reason to our offense. Cause I, I you would think the instruction to be clear that hey, if this is a busted play and we can't get anything out of it, just go down to keep the clock running and we're just gonna run the clock out. All right. That should be like you're either gonna throw the ball and we're gonna get an incompletion, or you're just gonna slide down and keep the clock running <laughs> like one or the other like whatever you do either it's an incomplete pass or you keep the clock running one way or the other because we're just going to run the clock out right that's what a competent offense does <laughs> unfortunately we, we don't have that it's just crazy we, man we literally <laughs> are just making things up as we go like matt kennis is up there being like oh we got two yards let's run it again oh uh it's now third and seven okay uh well let's uh do a dump off yeah a dump off yeah yeah hey, yeah that sounds good and There's no way we can pick up seven yards so let's just do a dump off and you can't even like capitalize off of steven sims having a great kick return like yeah. you tweeted it out and it's like as Steeler fans we know like they're not they're not going to do anything with this like it's the longest kick return they've had in a long time like the kid like you're basically like well, at least we're going to get a field goal, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was scared we weren't. I, I really was. I was like, there's, I mean, I was like, something's going to happen. But with the, the way this that, offensive line is playing, we could have got four holding penalties for all we knew. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and it's just, it, you don't ever feel good. Like lately, you just don't feel good about uh, those boys on the field. Um, <clears throat> well, you, you and me, uh, I'll let you finish your thought on this. Something, but um, I mean, is it was good that he he almost fumbled the ball, but I mean, at least he held on to it. The thing hanging out there, I was like, oh Jesus, this would be a Steelers move right here. It's such a Steelers thing, but yeah, he played really well. He was carrying that thing out there, like begging for someone to punch it out. Uh, Luckily, the ball rolled our way this game. Yeah, could have been a lot worse. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to say about the offense, man? I mean. Uh, well, Najee you look, had some good runs, right? You and, you, you and me kind of talked about it that, uh, you know, the last two weeks are it's looking like the real first test is offensive line has had the Browns don't look like they're as good as people thought they were going to be. Um, I'd really like to see Josh Dobbs get a shot in that offense because Jacoby Brissett doesn't seem to be cutting it, but. It's neither here nor there. Uh, the Bengals, I, I don't know what to make of them, uh, defensively anyways, but I, I'm not too sold on them. Giving up 26 defensively to the Saints, who have been anemic on offense, it seems like, most of the season so far. And then the Jets... I mean, they just beat the Packers. I, I mean, the Giants beat the Packers, too. Giants also beat the Ravens. Yeah, see, uh, so. <laughs> I, have no, I have no idea what's going on with the Giants right now. So, uh, <coughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. I, this, In terms of true test for this offensive line, I think you, you got that the last two weeks. And it's been a little, little makes you kind of wonder if we were right to begin with. The beginning of the season it's too early dude we don't know what we're talking about <sighs> yeah it's too early there's no way you could tell there's, just, there's no way you could tell the only thing you could tell is that Mitch Trubisky is trash <laughs> yeah you guys are <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we bash those guys uh all the time yeah. but it's warranted man like don't don't invite yeah. us on the show and then talk shit or basically 
you know, push hey, us to G- the side or disrespect hey, G- us or whatever. Hey, Ned Flanders, is it too early to tell that Mitch Trubisky had a 142 passer rating today? One touchdown, nine for 1,244? I don't know. Seems like he could be a top 15 quarterback in the league. I mean, he did beat Tom Brady. He just beat that, that's Tom, the narrative. Thomas like Edison do. Brady. <laughs> You say Thomas Edison Brady? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's true, dude. Yeah, but we don't know what we're talking about. Well, now I guess the it's swirling, and you kind of touched on this a little bit, but, like, <laughs> is there going to be a quarterback controversy in Pittsburgh for this week, or do you think it's just, hey, man, <sighs> Trubisky came in, Pickett went out, did what he had to do as a backup? I mean, I mean we'll won us the see. game. We'll have to see how the concussion protocol goes, you know? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I said it before, like, this is what happened with Trubisky when Foles took over. I mean, Grant Foles, I think, played like five games or something like that before mm. Trubisky got the job back. But like, I, I, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's kind of the problem with, you know, pulling Trubisky. Like, it was fine to pull him in the Jets game, see what he had. Like I said, if Pickett ended up winning that game, like, that's. That makes it a little more like, okay, that's why you stick with Pickett. But, like, you knew you were going to go against the Bills, who are, are a nightmare. And so, like, you set him up for failure in that game. And then you tried him out there against the Buccaneers, which we said defensively this was going to be a tough game for him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he played well. But then you go out there, we said this too, that it doesn't matter who's starting, Trubisky or Pickett, one of them is going to get hurt at some point this season. Yep. So, like... You know, roles reverse. Maybe that's Trubisky getting carted off, or not carted off, but you know, yeah, yeah, taken out, and then you get picking in. But I don't. <laughs> Who do you want like, to start next week? If let's say Pickett is one hundred percent healthy, like, do you roll with a hot hand in Trubisky, or you go back to be like, look, man, we can't keep flip flopping these guys because, like, it's a different situation because you know Pickett's your future. Like, you know he's going to be the guy. <clears throat> and like or do you will with Trubisky who's a veteran and you know if he plays like he like he that like did like he did today if he keeps playing like that then I mean you, you talk about Tom Tomlin saying he does he always wants to compete he always wants to go for the playoffs he wants to go for the championships like like what do you do there you know <clears throat> I mean obviously we've got the Dolphins in the night game yeah um, they're looking like a more beatable team now compared to what they look like at the beginning season. I know they're getting two a back, but and the guys had two concussions back to back weeks. And uh, so who knows what he's going to look like that game. It's in Miami. But then the next game is the Eagles. So, like, if you sit, pick it, like, let's say you use, use it, we're just going to be careful because he is our future guy. Mm-hmm. We don't want him ending up like Andrew Luck. Or he's just got concussion after concussion and was like done, but after five seasons, so like you could you could easily play that that card and get away with it, you know, against the Dolphins. But then like, are you literally going to try pick it back out against the Eagles? Right. <clears throat> um, you know, you make the case that like, okay, the week after that he had the Saints, but like, if you're going to go with the well, we're resting against the Dolphins to make sure he's you know, healthy because we need him for the Eagles. Like, then you got to play him against the Eagles because then, like, you don't really have, like, a two-week excuse for the concussion, not really. Um, like, ideally, you'd bring him back against the Saints, who, again, I look beatable, I, I would say. But when I look, they'll get Michael Thomas and Chris Olave back and look like <laughs> world beaters. Uh, that, that would be a very, a very Steelers thing to run into. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you and me joked about it, but this is like our Bills game from last year. This is this is a Bills game. Um, <laughs> you know, we yeah, we won a game, and now people are gonna be like, oh, oh, here we go. But like realistically, like the Dolphins look winnable. But I mean, at the same time, Tyreek Hill had like 144 yards this game. Or, you know, today, Waddle had 120 yards. <laughs> like, they're doing it against who did they play today? Just talked about it. 
Was it the Vikings? Yeah, the Vikings. But they did against the Vikings. I mean, realistically, <clears throat> Tyreek Hill, like, I mean, we'll probably have Minka back, right? So, we, at least we have like the over top coverage that can stop, you know, a terribly big play, but. Right. Um, I don't know. Either way, it's rough, man. It's a, this is why Tomlin is the coach, the leader of men. I guess. <laughs> well, let's let's I give guess. let's give Tomlin some credit for this game. We'll go back to to this game. Um, I know you and I bashed Tomlin and the coaching staff. Well, mostly on the defensive side of the ball against the Bills, but I mean, the Bills are the Bills, you know. But it's just crazy because we were talking crap about, like, who do they have in the secondary? Blah, 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 blah. We can't stop the run. And the fact that, like, a bunch of hot dog vendors went out there and held Brady to, what, like, 200 yards? Less than that, maybe? 243 yards. Which is insane. Um, At one point, it was under 50% passing. Right. And the Steelers, they blitzed Brady just once in 41 dropbacks. And... The, the guys up front, the four, like, managed to get to him, <laughs> like, to get pressure on Brady up the middle, man. It's crazy, dude. Like, Larry Ogunjobi came up big in this game. Cam Hayward. Hey, real quick, is this a fresh game? Since we're talking about defense, this is the first game we've won without TJ Watt, right? Yes. Yep. That's, that's wild. That's wild. Yeah. And, and like, you have – we were dogging Josh, Josh Jackson last game where he was just getting torched. Oh, dude, like, dude, look, like, dude look like, you know, if I gave Audrey the controller to Madden, was like, all right, you're going to play quarterback. Have fun. Yeah. Not, not this week, obviously. Like, right. He held Mike Evans uh, on, on six targets. He held him for one catch for 11 yards. So a 31.8% uh, passer rating, like, which is like just crazy, crazy numbers from some hot dog vendor, man. Yeah, no. I mean, the, the last last year I only played two games. Um, and now I've got three, so I mean, five games in two years, basically, a year, year and a half, whatever. Uh, like you said, he just looked terrible last week against the Bills. So for him to come in, um, Mike Evans, of all people, this is a small test. Yeah. And, so, and then we have guys like Chris Godwin out there, too. We didn't. He looked like he was still hurt, right? Yeah. And that, that shot from James Pierre definitely didn't help him. Yeah. Well, well I, think, uh, I think he got injured on that play, too, which is unfortunate because, like, we well, had he, wrote off James Pierre all season. And then he comes and does this. Yeah, no, I, I it's just one of the things. Like I think I'm gonna be able to keep it up next week. Like we talked about just a second <clears> ago, you got Tyreek Hill and um, Jalen Waddle. So like, yeah, again, Good luck just for reference. Uh, yeah, just for reference. Trick Hill, 12 catches, 177 yards. I said 144. It's 177 yards on 12 catches. Uh, Jalen Waddle, 129 yards and six catches. Jesus. Mike Jacecki, six catches, 69 yards, two touchdowns. Wow. And that's with Teddy Bridgewater throwing the ball and Skylar Thompson. So, <laughs> I mean, <sighs> I guess the one you know bright spot is Teddy Bridgewater threw two interceptions so like maybe just maybe we have a pretty opportunistic defense at times do you think we owe terrell edmonds an apology for this for this week that you, you know think, like, you think we owe what terrell edmonds an apology for playing out of his mind this week or is it just the thing where it's just one game man i mean I there's another say, certain linebacker like, that we mentioned you were just saying like we need to go and the boys credit but uh, like I said let's see let's see if they can keep it up okay can they keep up the momentum or was this this a fluke and we're gonna revert back to classic Steelers 
Tomlin Steelers um, against Miami next week in, in prime time. Like, I, I want to be like, okay, maybe something clicked. Like, Arthur Millette went off in the locker room yelling at everyone. Right. Um, maybe there was just something after that game that, like, everyone's kind of, like, had this heart-to-heart Cam Hayward, quote-unquote, accidentally liking a tweet <laughs> um, or retweeting it, whatever. Um, like, maybe something happened, something clicked, and, like, the boys are, like, coming together. But let's, let's see what happens. I mean... What if it is just a case that Cam Sutton, uh, <laughs> uh, Weatherspoon, and Wallace have no business being out there, and we're just going to trot them out when they're healthy and get clowned again, you know? Like, then wouldn't that also be on the coaches for being like, why did you kill the momentum you had with Josh Jackson, Arthur Millette, James Pierre? Just crazy to say, but <laughs> it's just <yeah>. hot dog vendors, <laughs> man. It's just Malik I just Reed. can't believe it. What did Malik Reed have a sack? Right, he had a sack this game, or he almost had an interception. I know. Yeah, he had he had the almost an interception, but uh, the only people credited with sacks are Highsmith and Hayward. Yeah, so okay. I I think Malik Reed because I told you I said I hopefully Cam Hayward gets like half a sack. Because oh, I told yeah. you, it looked yeah. like he was hanging on his leg, and then it, I think Malik Reed was the one that actually took him to the ground. That looked like they gave that sack to Cam Hayward for getting to him first. Well, whatever they did against Brady, I think they need to do more of that. Um, because, what, like I said, whatever they were, that was, yeah, like they they pressured the shit out of him. They made him uncomfortable, which is something that they didn't seem like they didn't do for the past couple of weeks, right? Like. Yeah. like every quarterback before them like was just had so much time in the, the pocket they could knit a sweater it just seemed yeah. like i mean call up grandma and be like hey how are you yeah i'm just playing football uh, uh I, i'll get you a nice warm glass of milk when i'm done with the game okay love you <laughs> she's just happy that somebody called really oh <laughs> poor, poor grandma right uh shout out poor to chris man. boswell right for Sinking that one, that one kick where doinked off the Doink. crossbar and actually uh, rolled in. So that, well, that was nice. Yeah, I, I mean, it's unfortunate he got outdone by a suck up like drilling a fifty-five yard field goal after he eked a fifty-four. But hey, he made it when it counted. That's all. That <laughs> I mean, shit. That's all he did was two field goals. So I mean, they they made him count. Pose <laughs> Ryan suck up this, you know, pounding field goal after field goal today. And at least Presley Harvin didn't shank any punts. So I mean, it, like it's nice to not have to worry about the punter, you know. Like, dude, that's all. Just like the only thing you have to do is just kick the ball away. And like at recent weeks, he has been inconsistent as hell. But I think he did pretty solid this this week. I told you when he was punting the one ball, I was like, he's gonna step out of bounds. He's gonna get a safety. He's, <laughs> he's getting a safety. literally standing on the line. Long snapper's gonna shank the punt. And he's gonna catch it out of bounds. <laughs> well, you know, managed to avoid managed to avoid disaster. Everything went wet right for <laughs> everything went. I can't even talk, dude. Ashwear to Ashwear. Everything went right this game. Um, Besides Pickett getting killed by uh, your boy, whoever, whatever guard that was. Yeah, the viscosity of this team. <laughs> the viscosity, really man. Up today. <laughs> really showed up today. Uh, about, about to buy me a Chase Claypool jersey just to celebrate, man. Yeah. Slug poor some maple, maple syrup. <laughs> just say pour maple syrup all over me. Yeah. We did it, Chase. You and me. I always believed in you, man. Never called you soft as baby <sighs> shit once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. That wasn't us. That was the other people on the TSS Fantasy Podcast. <laughs> uh, what a bunch of jabronis, uh, man. But, yeah, so, I mean, I'm proud of the defense. I'm glad everyone stepped up to the role, but, like, let's see what happens next week. This, the classic Tomlin-led Steeler team is now going to go out and shit the bed next week, because that's what we do after a win like this. It's, it's like, that's the just how it feels like as a Steeler fan anymore. Is well, we should have momentum after you know beating the odds, overcoming 
all the odds in a game like this. Like it's just such a Tomlin-led team to just go out next week and get get like beat forty to fourteen or something, forty to seventeen. I hope that is not so. No, I hope not. I, I I hope I hope whatever happened this week was brought in by what happened last week and like it carries through the rest of the season. Because if we beat the Dolphins, that puts us at three and four. And then, well, we are out uh, one game from winning the North right now, right? From first yeah. place, which is thank shout out to the Ravens and uh, Browns or whoever losing today. Yeah. So, no, I mean, look, yeah, the Ravens and Browns or Bengals lose next week. Like we have the tiebreaker with the Bengals, um, so we could very well be in second place. This uh, is crazy. Man. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so the, if we beat the Dolphins, like obviously the Eagles is going to be the, a really tough test. But I mean, if we treat Jalen like we do Lamar, like it's a winnable game. But I don't know, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. They they got some good runners. Obviously AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. They got some killers at corner Slay, uh, Gardner Johnson, uh, Bradbury. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be a tough game, but like, so let, let's say we beat the Dolphins next week. We're three and four. Um, you know, we're right up there with the Bengals and Ravens, especially if they lose. Uh, then you got the Saints, which is a winnable game. Uh, they got a really good defense, but I mean, their offense I, is basically what can Taysom Hill bring to the table. Um, <laughs> So we win that. We're back to five, or we'll be four and five. Bengals, we beat them once. Again, another team that, you know, heads or tails. You don't know what you're going to get from them every week. It's at Pittsburgh. So that could be a winnable game, which would put us back at 500. Then you got the Colts, Falcons. Ooh. Oh, those are winnable games, especially if we get yeah. TJ back. Yeah, the Colts, Falcons, and you play the Ravens, who are, look, are looking more and more beatable after everyone's like, oh, going to win MVP. Suck it, everyone. Uh, breaks on that talk. I feel like he lost the game for them today, right? Isn't that what the narrative yeah, he did was? That interception. That... Yeah. Wow. He did that interception. Um. So yeah, I mean, you look at like even if we lose the Bengals, we can beat the Colts, Falcons, Ravens look beatable. Then we got the Panthers, Raiders, Ravens, Browns. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy <laughs> to say, but oh man. Uh, it's and it's just crazy because like we we were so de- or determined. We were about to pop champagne bottle yeah. December eleventh. Yeah, and it's like we don't want to do that. Like, but like it's just you know it's our fucking team, man. Like we love the Steelers. Like obviously we want them to succeed. It's just everything like all the writing on the wall. We're, <laughs> we're not gonna lie to ourselves to make it, make it happen. Like yeah, yeah. Like I said, we're riding high off this victory, but. <laughs> If Tomlin's history says anything, we're gonna get killed next week, and then then we're gonna be right back to where we were after the Bills game. So we still need to fire Matt Canada, though. Yes. Listen, you and me were talking about that. You told me when he said, uh, "I don't know how to get Calvin Austin into this offense." Like, but what do you mean you don't? You're an offensive coordinator. He's a weapon. It's your fucking job. He's got the skill set that's really different from Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and George Pickens. You can't figure out how to get him in his offense. I literally saw Boykins in your offense. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, for real. What? Look at the like, look at Terrell Austin. He had fucking hot dog vendors step up and sign some guys from, from the practice squad to the team, and he found a way, and he won. Like uh, you, he was, there's literally videos of him torching the defense in training camp. You're trying to tell me you can't figure out how to use that guy. It's just crazy. Like even if there's only one thing you're gonna do with him, if he's really good at it, then who gives a crap? Like, you're gonna make him run go routes. <laughs> yeah, just like oh, there's there's one deep safety. Well, I can tell you where this ball is going, but like you can outrun him, so it doesn't matter. Just kind of chuck it up there. And pull a big Ben. That's what Big Ben would do. He would yeah. fucking die and and you know hope for a matchup like that. I don't know, one deep safety. Yeah. Avi's down there yeah. somewhere. Fuck it. 
<laughs> just, like, I mean, if he, if, if Canada came out and goes, you know, we really love the kid. He's a fast kid. He just has some hand issues that we're working through. Like, okay, I accept that answer. But to tell me as an offensive coordinator, you don't know how to plug him into the offense, but has your wide receivers outside of the top three. I use top three loosely because everyone knows how I feel about Deontay Johnson, Deontay <laughs> Dropson. Um, <laughs> you try to tell me you can't figure out how to use them over Boykins, especially uh, since you love like sweeps. Like he's a speed guy. He's literally your sweep, sweep, but you know, running back. Yeah. Boom. Hand it to him and let him go. Yeah. I mean, he, he's faster than anybody we have on the roster. And like, they just ran a couple of those with Claypool today. And I think Pickens had one and I don't, I don't think they got very far, but I mean, no. if, if you have a speed demon out there, like that's the guy you want to give it to, man. <laughs> like, Again, if your excuse is like he has an ankle injury, he's not fully recovered. So we can't get him into the offense until he's back to like a hundred percent, but we're happy to have him back in practice. Again, acceptable answers. But as an offensive coordinator, do not – the words should not be coming out of your mouth. We don't know how to plug them into this offense. Because at this point, you have nobody in this offense that looks stellar as is. You should be trying anything out at this point. Pickens, like, should be that guy. Uh, you know, Claypool had a good game this week. Like, next week, who knows? Who knows what he's going to do next week? Right. You have no idea what he's going to do next week. Right. No idea what any of these guys in this offense are going to do next week. So, not like it's not like you're taking a starting job from an old reliable out here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. You got, you got to figure something out, man. This is. You can't, there's no it's not like you're that. plugging. It's not like you're plugging him in for like Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson or you know. Yeah. Like putting him in their place, like. Literally, you got Deontay, who supposedly is the number one wide receiver, who's the last two weeks, I think, has had 50 yards or less. Maybe the last two weeks. Um, Chase Claypool finally had a good game. <laughs> like, pretty sure he had his uh, season total in yardage in this game. Mm-hmm. And then George Pickens, who should be having bigger games, but I don't know if it's just schemes or he's just not getting open, which, uh, who knows, but... Just, do, just figure out something. Uh, I think I'd run slant routes all game. If it's man-to-man coverage, like who's going to cover him in a, a slant route? Yeah, yeah. You use uh, some strategy here and put him on a like on a linebacker or something. Yeah, yeah. It, it can't be that hard, right? I mean, shit. They're literally they're literally showing Stefan Diggs lined up against Spillane. So yeah, I mean, there's it, ways to get just copy the advantage. You know, it's a copycat league. Just take some plays from shit that you've seen or put on some tape and be like, look, this is what works. This is what doesn't work against these guys or whatever. And just use that. Like, nobody's going to be, like, criticizing you for taking plays because it literally happens all the time. And, like, there are ways to get not going to get accused of plagiarism here, boys. Right. And if you are, who gives a if it works it works just show them the w man it's fine it's not a big deal then then next thing you know you'll be able to get an extension because tomlin will be impressed and we'll have to suffer with you for another couple years but you're improving so you know it can't be all that bad yeah sure yeah yeah sure yeah sure yeah oh uh also devin bush come on guys one game i mean yeah. devin white was out there fucking looking like he had a vendetta against the steelers the guy, that man plays like that all the time and it's okay to celebrate devin bush but don't crown him as the next dude for saying there's, that he's back there's plenty of tape out there to show you that he's not <laughs> there's plenty of tape but you know two things can be true at the same time like he obviously made the game winning pass breakup there on the two-point conversion but i'm sure there's plenty of tape out there today too of him like missing a gap assignment or something else so like i'm glad he showed up when he needed to but there's plenty of tape out there to tell you that he's not that guy pal 
Trust me, he's not <laughs> that guy. Ah oh, man, it still feels it still feels good to actually win the game though, because yeah. now you know the game we have we had no business winning and we did it. Yeah, I'm all for it, baby. What was it, Al Davis? Win, baby, win. There you go. Quote the Raiders, my man. I actually was swinging my terrible towel for the first time. And the last time I did that was uh, in week one against the Bengals. So, I mean, is there something there? Did I actually do my part? Anybody superstitious? But had uh, the power of God and anime on my side today. So, <laughs> that's a meme for you older folks. All you old, older dudes and dudettes. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> anything else you want to talk about with this anything game? Else you- uh, not with the game, but I, I'm still on the train. You trade Deontay Johnson to the Packers for you probably able to get at least a second rounder out of it. Um, maybe, maybe we'll place him for a first. I feel like they got to be getting desperate since they just backed the Brinks truck up to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So and they know that they paid him all that money and they know they ain't got a lot of time left. So. They're in a win now mode, kind of like the Steelers should have been with Ben, but uh, so I'm I'm guessing eighteen mil a year. Like that's a pretty good deal if you're the Packers for a quote unquote number one wide receiver. Come on, Packers, uh, pull the trigger. He's a great guy. And then you know you have no excuse for why you can't fit Calvin Austin into the offense. Trying to tell me you can't run a ten yards out come back. Yeah, I mean, like, it, so he's so fast, he probably runs past the defender twice once to go 10 <laughs> yards and wants to come back. I would be nuts. I can see that, man. So, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just over the Deontay Johnson experiment. Yeah, you know, he had the season yeah. where he dropped the ball and everyone turned on him, then everyone just bought into the first. 12 games of the season last year and forget conveniently forgets about the last five where he cost us. And he looks like he picked up, he makes that one great catch in, against the Bengals and then he reverts all back to Deontay drops him. Um, it's a vicious cycle, my man, but I'm tired of looking at it. Yeah. So these are our wide receivers. Deontay Johnson, Calvin Austin, Miles Boykin, Anthony Miller, Chase Claypool, Gunner, Steven Sims, and George Pickens. You're trying to tell me that Calvin Austin can't beat out Anthony Miller, Miles Boykin, Steven Sims, like Steven Sims is a punt returner. I I would say you get rid of Miles Boykin. I, I mean, know, I think he plays on special teams. I, I don't think oh, Anthony yeah. Miller does anything. No, I think he's out for the season. Even better. I, I mean, see. yeah, there's literally no excuses, man. Deontay Johnson's five nine or five ten. Kevin Austin's five nine. Like you're looking at like a height differential of one inch. So he played at Pitt with, right? That's, oh no, that's saying he was picked by Pittsburgh. Sorry, he played at Memphis. But yeah, Memphis. Either way, like easily interchangeable those two right there. Perfect. <laughs> we figured it out. We'll be getting a call from Tomlin and company here soon. I mean, we're giving out all the all the gold anyway, so why not just pay us for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. all day, all day, every day. <laughs> I mean, all day, every day. It's just uh, like I know you and I talk about it a lot, but like uh, a lot of the stuff that we've said on the podcast, like people catch up to it like three months later, and it's just hilarious. Like, oh, dude, <laughs> like, uh, but I keep calling us drunk, keep calling us pessimistic, whatever, you know. Yeah, call, call us pessimistic, call us what you like, but I mean, you can't call us wrong. <laughs> but yeah, uh, man, yeah. yeah. Just happy, happy, happy. Happy, 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 joy, joy, joy. Oh, some Ren and Stimpy? Nice. Yep. Right, what, what, what are you looking up right now, my man? You look like you're uh, just balls deep in something. Just checking out the old game. Well, who's the winning right now? Seven nothing. They just got a touchdown. Miles Sanders. 
Oh, I'm sure Ernest is creaming his pants. Uh, maybe. Hey, imagine being an Eagles and Steelers fan. Like, have you no loyalty? This is just like, you know what I mean? Like, one team sucks, one team wins, and you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm happy and great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Homer Simpson going into the bush and coming out as whatever team's winning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, man. Must be must be super torn when they both win. I don't know what to do. It's like that superhero with, like, the button. Yeah, <laughs> He's sweating. <laughs> oh, man. Well, any final thoughts for the game? Or we, I think we covered everything, right? Yeah, I think we okay. covered what, what, what did, well, Let's kind of veer off course here. What, what did you think oh. about Bray Wyatt and his return to SmackDown? When has he ever had a good match? He's never had a good wrestling match. He's never, what? He's trash. He doesn't, he doesn't move the needle. He doesn't put butts in. <laughs> I, listen. I, let I, him I have it, man. Very, I thought it was a very clever promo. I mean, you, you know, he's, he's a guy like, he's so good on the mic. And sometimes he's too good for his own good and can get too cryptic and too, but, you know, it's like those movies you got to go back and rewatch and be like, okay, I missed that the first time. Now it makes sense. Right. It's not, not hard. It's just, you know, wrestling fans are lazy. It's like, it is lazy. Let's face it. That's why they enjoy right. watching people flip around because they can never do it. So that's why they, they mark out for all like the death matches and stuff because it's like, <gasps> it's, that, it's the ADD. It's the ADD I, was, I keep talking about, man. Like, if it's not like super action packed, they kind of lose focus after a while. You got to smack them upside the head, and be like, "Hey, pay attention." Listen, if Bray Wyatt was five inches shorter and you know, one hundred eighty pounds, they would lose their mind over him. But because he's a hefty guy that isn't an alcoholic, <laughs> Kingston, <laughs> um, you know, they don't like him. They don't, they just don't like him. And I I don't know he. One of the gifted, most gifted mic talkers of our generation. Like, <laughs> you can tell stories, you can play characters. You know, that's what wrestling used to be is characters. Like, there are all these larger in life characters. Yep. And now, you know, I, what, what character work are they doing? Like, literally just a bunch of nerds like living out there, you know, real life, except, you know, I'm good, you're bad. I don't like you. Well, I don't like you. But like when you, when you get someone that can actually work a character, like it's refreshing. Yeah, they can actually nice. tell us like a decent story, not just talking about like I beat alcoholism. I'm crazy. <laughs> I came back after years. You guys missed me, but I can't retain a title to save my life. Like <sighs> uh, I'm trying to drown my demons, but they don't drown as a. <laughs> stupid or a steel coming out be like i just have to see a book i know you're a fighter like everybody's like yeah like cream in their pants like this is the greatest fucking promo i've ever heard of in my entire life yeah jesus this this promo had more emotion in it than anything that Vince McMahon or company have ever done and it's like dude he just you don't even know who this guy is he's just some fucking dork probably like a valet or a an usher somewhere at the stadium like hey just come on put on a jacket come on you know talk to cm punk and then like suddenly he's supposed to have the match of his life he's cured from his, his leg injury or whatever he had mind you the week before he couldn't even throw a kick like he couldn't even throw a kick and now he's supposed to be doing a death match with like the death match king of AEW. <gasps> the world also you want to just talk about something funny now that we're on death match like you realize <laughs> AEW heavyweight champion of the world lost in the GCW. What what's it Nick Gage or whatever? Oh like yeah, really lost the title. Like how how lame does that look for you? Like your heavyweight champion and lose a pizza cutter Nick Gage. Jimmy Frost. That's why that's why you don't let your huh? wrestlers run run your company. And then they get stuck in no win situations with stupid titles against like no name losers that are have no business beating your champion. That's so true, dude. And people love Nick Gage. Like, I I don't understand the appeal. Like, he's just some angry white dude. Like, didn't he, like, oh, 
hold like a girl to gunpoint or something like you, rob, you robbed somebody like it's like a really Probably. really terrible crime and like, <laughs> like oh no he's changed like oh, he's totally yeah. different now i like how people like that days. they like to forgive their stars when they do shit like that as long as it's somebody they like then they can forgive them right right like fast yeah, and then like, but it like you know anybody else like as long as they way around a pizza cutter. <laughs> yeah, just go to your local Papa John's. I mean, you can find some heroes there if you need them. But I like them. You'll cut up in a wrestler in the big, and then make him a pizza afterwards. <laughs> hey, no, dude, there is a fucking guy. Did you see that? There is a guy that fucking makes pizzas. Like that's his thing, dude. He has. <laughs> stupid it's kind of it's kind of cool actually i take that back like like this this guy he comes out with like fucking pizza dough and like he does like the spinning the pizza on his finger and like does this shit and it's like this guy is making money by just being a fucking dork <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> i'm fine i'm fine with the character if you can sell me on the character <laughs> you, i mean to an extent who's the guy that used to do like the junk flip or whatever like the type people grab his junk and like flip them or whatever oh joey ryan yeah like i always knew that was a weird gimmick and obviously all the stuff that came out about him made me go yep that makes sense uh, kind of saw that kind of saw that one coming <laughs> that guy <laughs> but it's like it's like you said like people are willing to go along with it because like oh he's so cool he's so funny you guys just don't get it no i get it it's just weird like, <laughs> It's, it's not okay it's not okay it's not okay and then, but that it wasn't. well okay well, I, well yeah i mean okay so i kind of was into the whole uh being the elite youtube series and like actually the storyline leading up to one of joey ryan's matches at all out dude like the payoff was like a cell phone in a bag it's a whole long story but then like they end up uh escorting the guy that was that lost the match with like penis druids and they're like saying rest in penis. Remember I was telling you that? Like that yeah, match, like yeah. that was that was crazy. But now looking back on it, man, like obviously that guy's fucked up. I mean, and people liked it. Like you said, they went along with it and they, they knew. But you know so, he was popular at the time. Everybody's like, ah, nah, nah, whatever. He's I'm telling you, all these all these indie yeah, people people want to say that AEW isn't indie, but it feels indie, so that's why they like it. That's why there's these diehard fans that will yeah. defend CM Punk to this day, even though they all know he's a piece of garbage. Oh, and, dude. Like, that's what they breed. These characters that, like, they'll defend to the death until CM Punk, like, comes out as, you know, a sexual assault, you know. And then <laughs> they'll be like, oh, well, uh, th- okay, now he's not okay. <laughs> but it doesn't matter that he's literally burnt every bridge that every company he's ever had has no friends in real life but he's a good guy he's our hero yeah and like everybody was like crowning AEW as the like this the go-to company to succeed in and stuff like where any wrestler indie wrestlers have a a place to perform and express themselves and like overlooked wrestlers have a, a a place to flourish and stuff and then when cm punk came in there everybody's like yeah yeah it's fucking wwe they're gonna they're gonna go under yeah. after this blah 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 and then as soon as cm punk starts do as triple h said doing some backdoor bullshit and then cm punk was ousted suddenly AEW dog shit like oh they don't know what they're doing you know and it's like it's, it's ironic i guess like and that's why that's why like i can't take any of their opinions seriously when they're gonna crap over someone like bray wyatt like as a human like he seems like a really good like i know he cheated on his wife or whatever like obviously like that's frowned upon obviously but like not like that like he still wanted to be a good dad like he still wanted to take care of his kids like yeah he still wanted to be a part of their lives you know um Seems like like I've never heard anyone in the back say a bad thing about him. Right. Seems like well liked around the locker room. Um, you see photos of him, like candid photos. Just seems like a happy go lucky guy that seems like he gets along with fans and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> CM Punk. Um, <laughs> so like I like I I don't see any reason like to crap all over him just because he didn't sign with your brand AEW, like. Yeah. 
I, I saw someone like, oh, he wouldn't fit in here anyways. We literally have a guy named Danhausen who puts curses on people, supposedly. You're trying to tell me it's true. It's true. You're trying to tell me like he's not as legit. You have a guy that wrestles with his, his hands, hands in his pocket. pocket. You're trying to tell me he's not and he's now your all Atlantic champion or whatever. Like I, I guess that's cool. Like he finally found his voice this year or something like that. Like he, I guess he talks now. But like he still does like the hands in his pocket, the kick in the shin, like uh, you have a guy a dinosaur. A dinosaur. <laughs> but you know, brave why that's where we draw the line you literally have two two clans or factions duck order and house of black but nope we draw the line at uh, bray wyatt he has no place here <laughs> he can't he can't he can't hang with the real big guys yeah a bunch of gimps yeah. and uh emo faction from hot topic Jeez. <laughs> yep i guess you, can't, you probably you probably you're right you probably can't do a canadian pile driver or whatever but uh panorama sunrise or whatever but, yeah. uh you know you Cow- tequila cowboy <laughs> you literally have you literally have drove in adam hangman page so crazy he's walking around in bedazzled jeans now and like punching like, himself in the on. face <laughs> he's, he's one breakdown away from assless chaps so <laughs> he, he, he literally just had a promo about like how he wants to die or whatever, but like he keeps coming back. And like, I have to tell you something. Like this promotion literally made Jeff Hardy fall back off the wagon. Uh, Eddie Kingston is like, oh, he's on and off with his alcoholism. Like Moxley had to go get treated for his. Like, thank God he did, because who knows what would happen to him. <laughs> um, now, yeah, Hangman Page talking about like his alcohol abuse and like. All of his like, I, I mean, human frost. That's what they, happens when you let the inmates run the asylum, Tony. They even brought back Paige, like you know, uh, whatever the hell her real name is, like, Mariah. Yeah, and like I, I don't know the full de- like story or details about like her not being cleared by doctors for the WWE, but like I guess they cleared her in AEW. I think I could be wrong, but it's like. Do you trust those guys? I, I mean, saw re- I saw a report that they like cleared a guy during a match, and like, <laughs> like they, you know, they throw out the X, yeah, and, like a doctor comes out. Like, that doctor came out, and cleared a guy who was concussed to go back into the match and take oh more punishment. God. So. Uh, and apparently, has a spotty record, yeah. So, I you got to worry about some of those things, man. Like, I know that people were pissed that WWE kept some wrestlers from wrestling that could go like Daniel Bryan, but like, you never know, you know, <laughs> you never know. Sometimes you got to save guys from themselves. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not fun being the bad guy, but like literally someone's life on the line. As it was at what, 15, 10, 15 years. Paige was out maybe five years. I'm pretty yeah. sure they had like the same injury. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But <laughs> it is what it is, though, man. Another Tomlinism right there. I just I'm excited to see the dark side of the ring. AEW. Yeah, that's gonna be lit. <laughs> crazy, dude. I hope it's like a like a three parter or something. <laughs> it can't just be one episode. Um. Yeah. You might as well just do a whole season on it. It's got to be voiced by Hulk Hogan, too, or somebody. Let me tell you something, brother. (laughs) Hold on, dude. Hold hold on, dude. Uh, I was in TNA, brother. (laughs) I was like, whoa. But then I heard about the AEW, dude, and I was like, holy crap. That makes me and my Hulkamaniac brothers and sisters in TNA look like saints, dude. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh good shit, Maroki. Yes. Uh so anything else uh you would like to add to the bow to this episode? Um uh, no man, just like again celebrating that Steelers win. Uh hopefully they do good things next week, but you know, we know what to expect. And uh 
yeah that's it man shout out to bray wyatt um yeah, I got nothing else, man. I'm trying to think of the UFC card, but I oh the one from yesterday. Yes. Uh, I I got I won my brother a bunch of money on a part. Well, not a bunch of money. He didn't put that much money down, but on a parlay, we took Alexa Grasso Martinez and Alonzo Menafield, and they all took care of business. Hell oh, yeah. Um, man, I, I don't know. I saw. Martinez kicked Cubs Swanson's legs out from under him. It's like people were like mad because Herb Dean didn't like stop it in time. But like, I don't know, he kicked him in the leg. He went down. So like, Herb probably thought it was like a leg sweep. Right. I, I, just, I just saw people crucifying him for letting Cub take three shots after he got kicked in the leg and went down. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Herb, Herb has his, you know, Sometimes he wins, sometimes he loses, but I, I, I'm not that mad about it. They weren't super power shots. They're, they were decent shots, but um, nothing to lose your mind over. But right. The big card this weekend, uh, obviously. Oh, hell yeah. A, uh, one o'clock card, my time, two o'clock yours. Like, that's awesome. Uh, the only thing I, I got, I got a barbecue and. I gotta go to like a you know block party ish thing. So hopefully uh Charles Oliveira and Makachev are on time because I would very much love to see that fight. <laughs> I I do not want to have to wait eight hours to like go back and rewatch it. Is Makachev Logan's guy? I keep missing the, or not remembering the name. Who's the guy that Logan likes a lot? Uh, Leo Muhammad uh, it, is also on this card. I need to, I need to ask him, like, hey, how do you feel about Belil's chances? Because he's fighting another wrestler. The last couple of matches, he had like dream matches against Striker. Mm-hmm. Now he's got himself a wrestler. And Sean Brady. So we'll see. We'll see. This is it. This will be the true test. He's going to be yeah. screaming for a title shot after this. I guarantee it. Well, we got we'll uh, probably have a couple of guests guests on this week if all if all goes to plan. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, sorry, I was just uh, Masvidal is calling out my boy Leon Edwards now. Yeah, Belial still crying about his rematch with. Uh, Edwards, even though he's getting handily pieced up by him before the eye poke that basically saved him from taking an L that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, all you guys were ducking my boy Leon on the way up, but now that he's a champ, you all think, oh, uh, pick me, uh, uh, pick me. <laughs> it's, it's so annoying. Like, I'm sorry, I might as well had like one good streak, and now like he's on a three-fight losing streak, two to Usman, one to Colby. Like, why Why are you even talking about a title shot? Go win a fight first. Right. That's, it's cool and funny. Like, gave us a two-piece in the soda, which ironically was against Leon Edwards, but then, like, you refused to fight him on the way up because, quote-unquote, he wasn't a money fight. Now he's a champion. And you're like, oh, oh excellent. I, I, if you're a man, you'll fight me. Like, bro, he tried to fight you, like, a hundred times before he became a champ. So annoying. Right, right. Like, cool. He <laughs> knocked out Ben Askren. That seemed impressive until he also lost to Damian Maya, who couldn't win a fight to save his life. So man, that that fight was painful to watch. <laughs> Very painful. And then he ended up getting smoked by Jake Paul too. So I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe that flying knee wasn't as impressive. Although if he doesn't land the flying knee, I think he just gets taken down and wrestled to death anyway. So Shit, I'm over here cussing like a sailor. I need you to say at least one, man. Who the fuck is this guy? Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, Arnold Allen. That's going to be a fun fight. Everybody wants a piece of Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen. Yeah, everyone's calling this guy out. But he's got Calvin Cater next. That'll be a fun card. Tim Means is fighting Max Griffin. Ooh, Max Payne Griffin. The rest of the card looks 
Khalil Roundtree thought that guy. Versus <laughs> Phil Hawes. What was that? Roman. Eh, that's a better card than it looked like. It's going to be Andre Arlovsky. The Pitbull. Chase Hooper. Sorry. Now I'm going down okay. the UFC rabbit hole. To be fair, they were off for like a week or two. It's been a so long time now they're putting out banger after banger. There you go. But, yeah, there you go. All right. Well, but on that note, we'll wrap this up because I'm sure we're going to have plenty to talk about later this week. Yep. For sure, man. Well, thanks as always, everyone. Appreciate having you on this journey with us. And we will talk to you later this week. Mm-hmm. Hopefully with some uh, guests. Uh-huh. Yes, hopefully with some uh, uh, friends. Yeah. We're gonna have some f- friends. And then we'll, we'll you know, we're hopefully. nice guys. Hopefully, hopefully. yeah. Yeah. And, and if you want to get on the show, then you can just let us know. So yeah, just reach out to us. Yeah. Let, let, us, let us know what you want to talk about before you come on, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we gotta <laughs> we gotta get more organized when we have interviews and stuff. We gotta make an outline yeah. and all that shit. So you yeah. know, we appreciate the the call to work. So <laughs> we, we come across as a very uh fly by the seat of our pants guys but we are very professional i swear even though i have a potty mouth but all right guys we love you all so thank you for listening to us we'll see you soon have a good night have a good night have a good week later